Welcome to the Dead Pixel Society podcast, the photo imaging industry's leading news source. Here's your host, Gary Peugeot. Hello again and welcome to the Dead Pixel Society podcast. Today we're joined by Brenda DiVincenzo from the IPI Member Network. Brenda has been with the organization for a long time and will be sharing with us some of the IPI programming, some of the uh, updates on their annual meeting, and what retailers can be doing now to cope with today's trying times. Hello, Brenda. Hi, Gary. How are you? Good, good. So tell us a little bit about yourself and how, when you joined IPI and what you do there. Sure. I've been with IPI since 2007, and I am our vice president of member success, uh, which means pretty much anything having to do with member benefits, planning our annual conference, and anything education-wise would fall under my umbrella. Um, but we are a very small team at IPI, so lots of things overlap, and we all get our hands in a variety of, <laughs> of areas. So, um, But the annual conference, definitely one of my, my big project areas, um, as well as anything education-wise. Sure. So can you tell us a little bit, for those who may not be familiar uh, with IPI, what IPI stands for, who are the members, and kind of where the members are located? Sure. Uh, we got our start back in 1982 um, as a networking and buying cooperative. So we are still a networking group, still a member association buying cooperative today. Uh, we also have added lots of features such as education including our annual conference, but we educate our members on a regular basis, as well as marketing on behalf of our members. Mm -hmm. uh, our members are independent business owners all over the world, um, including Australia, Canada, mostly in the U.S., but we have some members in Mexico and the U.K. as well. One in Aruba that I'd really like to go visit, nice. just for fun. One of my favorite uh, places. All... <laughs> exactly, exactly. They're they're all in the photo printing industry. So printing is really what ties them all together, mm -hmm. but their businesses can be very diverse. They could also be a camera store, a portrait studio, a sports and event photographer, mm -hmm. um, but they all do their own printing is what really pulls them together. Many of them have a retail store, but not everyone. Okay. So you talked a little bit about uh, the annual meeting. So let's touch on that. Um, sure. Uh, when is it? Uh, where is it? And uh, what kind of that program is it is expected there? Right now, we are scheduled for July 12th through the 16th at Red Rock Resort in Las Vegas. Um, obviously, with the current situation, we're still weighing out how that's going to affect everyone and, and what we'll need to do there. But mm -hmm. we're still scheduled for July at this point. Um, what we do is we come together for three full days of educational program programming. So we'll have general sessions of things that relate to all of our business owners. And then we have breakout sessions that are very specific to different kinds of um, things that they need to participate in, whether that's marketing their business or actual production type items. Mm -hmm. uh, we have a trade show. It's two half days within there. So there's a nice break. You can go from a general session to a breakout to the trade show. You're not, um, you kind of, your brain kind of gets a little break and an experience on the on the journey. Uh, and we have about 50 or so vendors that come together that are very targeted and specific to our member needs. They usually offer incredible discounts and savings and specials. Um, and then pretty much, I think everyone's favorite part of the event is all the networking, just being sure. trapped in one 
place together and, and being able to enjoy meals together and, and really have that camaraderie. Our members are unique in that they love to share with each other. There's really not that sense of competition among them. So they want to share, they're open, um, and they want to kind of show what they're doing, but learn from other people. They love new people. Um, mm -hmm. so new members are always very, very popular at our conferences. <laughs> so you have moved the venue in the past. It's been at the M Resort, correct? In correct. Las Vegas, which is one of the nicest pools probably in the Las Vegas area. So tell us a little bit about Red Rock. Red Rock is a beautiful, beautiful resort, kind of nestled in. If you know anything about the Las Vegas area, we have Red Rock, um, the national park there, which is a beautiful canyon where there, people go hiking. I think it's a huge rock climbing um, mm -hmm. high point for people. Uh, but it's kind of nestled in that area in Summerlin. So off the strip, so you get more of a resort relaxed feel. Um, what, what's a little bit different from Red Rock than the M is Red Rock has tons of restaurants, both on property and adjacent to the property. Okay. They also have the Golden Knights have their practice field right there. There's also, um, a baseball field right there where the, um, one of the teams plays. So there's all kinds of really fun stuff to do within walking distance, right in that immediate area. Okay. Um, so as a, a local to Henderson, my, uh, the past 12 years, I, I lived in Henderson and I and would frequent Red Rock quite often. Um, and we've had our conference before at their sister property, Green Valley. So um, okay. um, we're familiar with the company. We've worked with them before, but this will be a really great thing. There's bowling, there's a movie theater, there's even childcare. We have a lot of members that have young um, families that can now come and both attend sessions because there is a kid's quest on property where they can leave their kids for a few hours to do something way more fun than coming to our sessions <laughs> and the parents well, can then go learn. Or if the members start acting a bit childish, they have somewhere to be sent to. Abs absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk a little bit, if we can, a little bit about uh, IPI member services. Because um, sure. obviously, you know, the annual meeting is important. Uh, hopefully most of the members can attend because uh, it is, I think, between the uh, famous forum on the IPI website, the annual meeting is probably one of the best uh, interactions uh, between the trade that's out there. Um, but, but you also, like I said, do a lot with marketing support and really enhance a member's capability in that area. Can you talk a little bit about the MSP program a little bit? Sure. So that's probably the, the biggest thing that we've done over the past 10 years to drive member businesses forward. Um, we have our vice president of marketing, Aaron Von Holt, manages creating all this great marketing for members year round. Um, it could be marketing existing services that they're already doing on a regular basis and just coming up with new fresh ways on a regular basis to get that in front of people. But it's also creating new products, creating systems for them. Uh, the past year, we added a team training element. So we've been developing all kinds of education for member teams. So teams in the store um, and different ways that they can increase sales and learn how to do different things within the store. So that's kind of under that, that marketing piece. We're also really seeing members have great success marketing their print services to other businesses 
businesses. And so providing a lot of education on how to go about doing that, how you sell to a business is very different to how you would sell to a retail customer. Right. Um, so going through that sales process with them and then providing them all the tools, brochures, different kinds of pieces that they would use to, to do that. So it's, um, we provide them product templates. I think historically in the industry, we did that for members for a long time, like new holiday cards and things like that, that were very template based. Mm -hmm. And we still do that because people still need fresh content to sell to their customers. But that's kind of the smallest piece of what it's become. It's really much more about social media content and email content. And mm -hmm. um, we have a digital signage program so that there's constant digital signs in the store. So you don't have to have a cluttered store with every single last thing you do. You can educate your customers through a scrolling video. So we've really kind of transformed all of that into more of the how to market to your customers with the product still being there, but not um, the, the, the focus anymore. And you've kind of partnered with some of your vendor partners to deliver that content, like to kiosks and things like that, correct? Absolutely. It's very easy for members, no matter who their provider is. Um, I would say a majority of our members deal with either DACA's photo finale or both. Mm -hmm. And so it's, it's where they flip a switch. From what I understand in the store, they just kind of turn on those downloads. They're, they're there in their kiosks um, so they can easily sell them to their customers. And then now all of our online providers also have fulfillment partners Mm -hmm. So if a member doesn't do something in-house, they don't have to shy away from it or wait for somebody to come in and ask about it. They can have that available on their online ordering system or on their kiosk. Mm -hmm. Somebody can order that, and then it's automatically fulfilled by another partner. The, the customer never knows that it wasn't done there from the, the member store, right. um, but they're able to provide a lot of things that Sometimes if you're only going to do a few of something or you're just getting into something until right. it's popular, you don't want to buy that equipment. So right. it allows them right. to, to have a partner that's able to fulfill some of those things. Right. And yeah, it makes sense for low volume or high complex things like photo books or something like that. Exactly. So another uh, product that I think would be fun to discuss a little bit would be the digitization products that have kind of yes. taken over um, the services side of the business. There's been a lot of interest in that the last couple of years. Um, there's, you know, obviously industry groups and other people who have, have approached that market segment, but IPIs come up actually with a marketing program for this. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Sure. So um, scanning, transferring, any kind of archiving is very, very lucrative for members right now. They're seeing huge increases. I think as VHS tapes and other mediums are physically deteriorating right, right. now and not holding their, <laughs> their properties. I think people, and, and as things happen that are a little scarier in the world, I think people start to realize the value of those things and getting them in a format that they can share them. Sure. Um, so that's become very, very popular. So we created something along with just marketing that process in general, we came up with a, a concept called the gather box. And it's, it's the, the shoebox scanning concept, which I'm sure most of your, your listeners are familiar with, but we put a brand behind it. Um, and just recently, we created different versions of the gather box. So there's one for prints, there's one for slides, there's one for negatives, there's one for VHS tapes. That way, people, if they want to price the box differently, 
they have the option to have different boxes for different items. And the concept is a, a person buys, buys the box, pays a um, full price for it, for what you would charge to scan all those items in the box. They take it home, they fill the box up, they bring it back to the store. Um, the store keeps everything there for the most part local. Mm -hmm. um, so that's one of the great selling points is that you don't have to ship your stuff off to some um, some company where you, you're worried about the shipping aspect of it. It stays sure. right there at your local store. Yep. And they digitize all of it and return it back to you either on a, a disc or a USB drive, whatever mm -hmm. the, the most um, best method for that, for that size medium. Um, and then you can, they can add on additional services to that. So if they want everything, a certain orientation or in a certain order or um, edited together or put to music, there's all kinds of different things, depending on what, mm -hmm. what you're doing, you can um, kind of upsell all of those services. Um, and then we encourage people to get copies for all other family members. So now you're adding profit without really adding extra work and overhead and, and production mm -hmm. cost. Um, and then we encourage people, create photo books, create wall art, create gifts for the family, do other things with them in, instead of just keeping them, them digital. So why did IPI choose to brand something like that, you know, that product category as opposed to, you know, like prints or something else? Was there something that needed to be communicated to the consumer differently than a traditional photo product? Absolutely. I think that it's important. I mean, just from a, a global humanity aspect to, to save all of those things, to pass mm -hmm. on your memories that generationally it's very different now. A lot of kids see pictures of themselves on devices and not physical items, but right. yet their grandparents or great grandparents are going to see a physical items. So um, kind of bringing all that together and, and hitting home with that, I think is important. Um, but our members were also starting to see such great success, again, based on just timing wise with things deteriorating and people realizing, mm -hmm. you know, um, we also have a large generation um, that's starting to downsize and move and they're right. coming up with all these boxes and boxes of things in their basement or their attic. And so that we just saw a real need for that and to sure. be able to create a system that's easy for people to understand um, and kind of all pull, pull our marketing against it, I think is really, really a, a, the best way for us to be able to do that. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Photo retailers, energize your sales with ShareMeChat, the proven texting platform. Using chat to text on your website keeps your customers connected and buying. See us at Pro and IPI to find out why dealers using ShareMeChat close more sales without adding staff. Find out more at ShareMe.chat. So one of the things that is always impressive about um, IPI and its membership is the inter interaction and the exchange that happens. Um, with the current COVID-19 crisis, uh, you've been having a series of webinars for your members that have been very educational. Can you kind of share uh, kind of the top line uh, input you're getting? Anything you can share about what retailers can be doing right now to advance their business and, you know, stay afloat hopefully during this period? Sure. Um, 
probably the the best thing about our membership, like I mentioned earlier, is their their willingness to share. So um, our forum has never been more active. People have been asking questions and, and sharing their experiences. So from that, we pulled together as much information as we could and we you know keep an eye on what everybody's doing in social media and email and then what other companies are doing too, right? Because we're consumers, we see all of that. And so we, we've just tried to go out there and, and find all the best possible things that we think people can be doing. Um, I think it's really, really important for transparent communication with your customers right now. I'd say that's probably number one. People need to know that um, you're still there, you're in business, but, but they want to know that you're being safe. So I think it's okay to be creative with how you're following the rules, but people want to know as a consumer that you're taking their safety into consideration, taking your employees' safety into consideration, right. um, that you're following all the guidelines. And so to communicate that personally and actually put your face behind it. So we all know video is the top thing that attracts people's attention and, and views on social media. So putting out a personal video with your face on it and explaining to people what the statuses of your business is really, really important. So that's one of the things I think that's been kind of confusing for a lot of people is, you know, what is an essential business and what isn't, right? And that can vary by state, by state, by locality. And, uh, you know, some people have heard that, you know, any kind of printing business is an, is an essential business. Other people say, well, I'm a retail business, so I'm not essential. I, I don't know. So obviously we want people to you know, follow the guidelines that make sense. And I think what you just suggested was also uh, some great suggestions on how to stay, keep that personal touch with your customers. Yeah. And I think too, I mean, you can always be open online, right? That's a 24 seven business. So right. being able to promote what you are available to do and keeping that very fresh and up to date. So we're here online. If, if you are in an area that allows you to still do curbside, that that's available and it's safe that you're taking every precaution that right. your employees are safely practicing social distancing while they're at work, if they're still working. Um, but if you're at home, kind of letting people in to see your personal space a little bit is kind of a great thing right now, right? We're all enjoying um, getting on these Zoom calls with everybody and seeing what people's houses look like, you know, mm -hmm. share a little bit of your your personal experience with this, that's always a great way to relate to your customers and it will mm -hmm. make them want to support a local business because I'm sure Amazon isn't getting on social media to talk to them personally with some experience from their local area. And mm -hmm. so being able to really, really relate to your customers like that, I think is important. Okay. So yeah, the, some of the materials that you've uh, made available, you've actually had in your webinars, um, actual like almost like marketing kits available yes. from can you talk a little bit about some of that messaging because I think it's been pretty impressive sure well thank, thank you um, again kind of collecting things that members are doing and then Aaron our, our marketing director has been putting a lot of stuff together for us um, printing online telling people to kind of take all the stuff that's on your phone right now this is a great time to go ahead and print it um, this is a time where you're stuck in your house and you probably realize where you need new wall decor right um, you know it's a great time to make a photo book with a child or to make gifts um, this week we'll be releasing mother's and father's day kind of make 
at home kits mm -hmm. um, for members to use. So this is a great time. Mothers and fathers are probably doing more mothering and fathering than they've ever <laughs> had to do before. And so being able to do a project that's fun with the whole family and then getting a printed item at the end of that mm -hmm. um, will, will be fun. Um, archiving, we talked about a lot. That's a, this is a great time to work on an archiving project because it's when people clean out their garages and their basements and their attics. So, right. um, and another thing we've been really talking with the members about too is businesses are going to, just like our member businesses, their local businesses, at some point, business bans will be lifted and everybody's going to need to market um, right. to their customers and they're going to need printed materials, whether it's signage, brochures, menus, whatever those things are to mm -hmm. let people know that they're open and what their new situation is. And so letting people know in your local area that you're available to help them market themselves when they're open really kind of makes you important to your community, respected in your community. You'll be able to get some business out of it, but you'll also be helping your local economy while you're doing right. that. Yeah, that seems to be a big uh, overall trend just nationwide, sort of the people buying gift cards to local businesses that may, they may not even be able to redeem for weeks just to get some cash flow into a business. And so it seems like that sort of shop local rallying cry is going to be beneficial to uh, IPI type members. Definitely. Definitely. And, and there's also, unfortunately, with the school being shut down, uh, in some, in some cases, I'm sure graduations being canceled, things like that. I know there's a lot of IPI members who are in the portrait business who are, you know, feeling that impact. It's, it's hard, um, because mm -hmm. a, they're social distancing, so they can't get out and do those things. The events aren't taking place. We don't know when they're going to be rescheduled or what that's going to look like. And it's, I, I feel very bad for seniors in high school right now. Yeah. Um, one, one thing that's, I, I don't know if you've seen the movement online, but a lot of people are doing these porch portraits mm -hmm. yep. um, where you don't ever have to get close to a person and you can, um, I've seen some of them doing them to kind of kickstart their business, but obviously our members are, are established photographers. So um, my recommendation to members was to sell that as a package. So maybe you're not um, having them pay for the shoot itself, but you're including a couple printed products that you'll ship to them after the fact that are right. a way for you to generate some income. Because let's face it, we're all at home right now. We don't have a lot to do. So uh, getting all dressed up and our families all together in one place, it's kind of a great um, time for us to do that family portrait that we never have time to do when there are other events going on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that, that is true. Yep. Have I missed any major points that you think I should cover? Um, I don't think so. I think what we've been telling our members, and I think any person that's in business or, or business owner that's listening to this, take advantage of this downtime. And it sounds like such a silly thing. Um, but go over your operations, look through all the things that you can do mm -hmm. to save money, to streamline things. What's really needed? Do you have your products priced properly? Are you, are you charging for the value that it actually costs to perform those duties or to, to print that item, um, you know, go through your website, go through all your social media channels, do all that stuff that you wish you always had time Spring to do. Spring cleaning, if you will. Exactly. Declut if you have a physical location, declutter, clean it. Everybody's going to want clean stores when they come back from this, regardless of anything else. People are going to want to walk into clean environments. So right, 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 all right. of that stuff that you put off, re-merchandising, printing new samples, 
redoing any of your marketing materials, now's the time to do that so that when you are um, past any kind of ban that you have or shut down, you can just focus on your customers and producing what they need at that point in time. Well, great. Well, thanks, Brenda, for your time. And uh, look, hopefully we'll see you at Red Rock in, in the summer. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. I, I really appreciate it. This was fun. Okay. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you for listening to the Dead Pixel Society podcast. Read more great stories and sign up for the newsletter at www.thedeadpixelssociety.com.